All right. Uh, sorry, I'm already laughing at Dom. If you're watching this on our YouTube <laughs> channel, I got to do the intro, but you're killing me with your outfit. So let me do it. All right. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of It's a Long Road, the Ramble Series podcast. I am your host <laughs> in the garage of my house, but this is the last Live time I do this. Garage. Live from the garage. This is the last time I do this podcast <laughs> in this garage. The next one will probably be in a hotel, and the one after that will be in our new house. We're moving across the country. At the time of this recording, we're moving across the country in just a few days. It's going to take awesome. 10 days of travel. My name is Ryan, and with me is my uh, my, my co-host, Dom. Hello, Ryan. How you doing today, buddy? Good. So you got a Kiss t-shirt. I got a Kiss t-shirt. <laughs> That's not part of the costume. That's actually my real wardrobe. And then the rest is uh, <laughs> the Rambo wig. And the uh, bandana. I had to throw it in there for you. Yeah, it's I awesome. Find, you look... I wanted to find a big wet t-shirt to wear like you does in this movie, but I couldn't find one in time. <laughs> well, you look fantastic. I, I, man, Thank I don't you. want to say you look better with hair because that's, you know, oh, you don't man. have hair. I yeah. might start wearing this like in life. I might go into work on Tuesday like this, honestly. <laughs> you look fantastic. Well, I mean, Thank you always you. look good. I mean, Dom, you're a handsome Italian. Thank How's married you. life? Treat you? How's, how's it's good. Married life? It's good. Yeah. Married life's good. My wife currently has COVID, though. Oh. So I, I didn't test positive, so I'm good, but I'm kind of in, in this prison with her right now. I'm uh, sticking it out with her. So, Well, you're a good <laughs> man. Good. Yeah, don't yeah. <laughs> through, through sickness or health. Isn't that what they say with the marriage? Exactly. So. Exactly. That's what she keeps telling me, actually, through sickness and through health. There just to go. remind me. I'm going to keep tabs on you throughout the series. I'll awesome. keep tabs on how the marriage is going. Thank you. I <laughs> As love- it slowly falls apart. <laughs> You know what? You won't be the first podcaster who's lost their marriage because of podcasting. Next episode, I'm just going to be teary-eyed like, she left. She left, Ryan. So Dom looks great with his... If you don't, check out our YouTube channel at the very least, just so you can see what Dom looks like. He looks fantastic uh, dressed up. It's a bonus. It's like a bonus bonus. of of watching on YouTube. All right, so we got some fun bits today. We've got a couple new segments that we're going to be doing on It's a Long Road, the Ramble Series podcast. First, it's called This Week with Frank Stallone. I'm very excited for this one. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be fantastic. So uh, Sly was kind enough, and this is great, Dom. Did you know that Sly actually recorded the intro for this thing? Did he? I didn't know that you got into – I know you were telling me you were trying to reach out yesterday. Luckily, he answered. Thanks, Sly, for doing that. So here we go this week with Frank. And now let's check what my brother's doing on the segment I like to call This Week with Frank Stallone. Hi, this is Frank Stallone. It's Friday. We are at Gold's, and we just had a fantastic workout, and uh, we are looking forward to do some good stuff. Just talked to Atlantic City, the Hard Rock. We're getting that going, and uh, next week, you will see on the Family Stallone, me in concert at Atlantic City, the Hard Rock, and we had a great time. It was fantastic, and uh, my health is coming back. You know, my breathing is getting a lot better. Taking some herbs, doing some acupuncture, doing a lot of things. Uh, I know it's a little hard to hear. He's in a restaurant. He said he's at Gold's. Is that Gold's Gym? Um, yeah, is it's there- Gold's Gym. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it's at a. Re- it looks like he said it at a restaurant booth. Is there is there a restaurant at Gold's Gym? Maybe there's something. Maybe it's like a protein shake place or something because I, I even see the picture in the background the guy's wearing the gold's gym tank top yeah so he says he's at, he's at gold's and i know he likes to pretend that he works out like his brother <laughs> and now he mentioned as well that his health i don't know something happened to his health do you know yeah no i didn't know anything about that did he have maybe he had covert or something i don't know well he was in the hospital hooked up to ivs or something i saw on his oh Instagram. no 
but unfortunately, this segment is this week with Frank. I can't go back yeah, too far. Time. <laughs> this is not last week with Frank. No. You know, he could have been dying last week. We're not going into that. <laughs> so he also mentioned the uh, the family Stallone show. Of course, he's plugging that yes. because this is the first time he's been on network television in yes. four decades. So he's very excited to, to be on that. <laughs> have, now, have you caught up on that show? I did catch up. Yeah, I watched uh, the three episodes that are in existence right now. So, what are your thoughts on it overall? I, I mean. When it comes to reality shows, like that's like my kryptonite. They're very hard for me to watch, but obviously being such a Stallone fan, that's why I'm watching it. I think it's okay. I mean, I'm there for all the Stallone content, like the, the actual Sly content. I kind of tune out every time. It's just like his daughters and his wife. I'm just like, I go on like autopilot, but it's been interesting. I like the Frank Stallone episode when they went to his apartment. Yeah. What did you think of the fishing expedition with Jennifer? Do you think that was a real catch? That big fish was uh, yeah, I don't, that's the thing with reality shows. I don't know. Even I know we, you mentioned it last episode a little bit. You were saying they said they don't have a big relationship or a good relationship with Frank. I wasn't buying that. I think that was just for the show. I think they just oh, really? went there. Yeah, I oh. felt like they would just kind of maybe to get a tour of his memorabilia and stuff. Maybe they were doing it like, oh, they hadn't been there. But who knows? I guess who knows? Maybe it's What possible. do you think of Frank having all that stuff of his brother and a lifelike statue of his brother in his office? What are your thoughts on that? Honestly, I'm kind of like used to it because I remember like years ago when I was, uh, I think it was in my teens or something, but it'd be like a Rocky marathon on a channel and he would be for the commercials. It would be him and somebody else and he'd be showing off the memorabilia. Uh, I thought it was funny. They had the Rambo abs though, because we talked about that. It's weird, but I guess if I was, listen, if I was Sylvester Stallone's brother, I'd probably have everything too. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what uh, Katie of the Rocky series podcast that I do mm-hmm. with Katie. She kind of said that, like she was telling me, oh, Ryan, you don't have any famous celebrity siblings. Thus you, right. she rubbed and it I'm in like, your face. <laughs> she did rub it in my face a little bit. Yeah. Thank, <laughs> thanks for reminding me, Katie. I don't have any famous, uh, famous family members. I don't know if I still would have a lifelike statue of my brother in my room. You wouldn't have your brother's abs in your room when you sleep. (laughs) All right. So he's plugging the show. He's talking that he was, he's at gold's gym. He's wearing a Pittsburgh pirates hat. Okay. Let's continue with Frank because he's not done yet. Never done. Frank is never done. One thing about him. To to make myself better. It's been a rough year, but you know what? When it gets tough, the tough get going, baby. And, so he says when the t- going gets tough, the tough get going. Talk about his rough year of health and what have you. And he mm-hmm. also says he's doing acupuncture and herbs to get better. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. And then he does the sly punching thing. He like, does. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's an extension of sly at this point, you know? <laughs> Did you watch that documentary, by the way, that Frank Stallone documentary? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, how was I, it? It was good. You got to watch it. And if you mm-hmm. haven't, check out my interview with Derek Wayne Johnson who put that film together. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, I got to check yeah. that out. And uh, yeah, I'll have to tell you offline some stuff. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I, I can't tell you publicly, listeners, things I heard about Frank. <laughs> That's oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish I could say stuff. All right, we'll continue. And, uh, so I want to wish you all a safe weekend. I'm looking forward to this weekend. Going to hit some good restaurants and uh, take care of business. And it's amazing, you know, all this prednisone I've been taking. I lost weight. I know it's really hard to hear with the chatter. I don't know why he's recording in the Gold's Gym restaurant, but he so went to the noisiest place ever. To yeah. Record. So he's saying that he's taking this some sort of supplement or some sort of chemical 
for his health. He's talking about some weight loss coming up. He also said there that he's looking forward to this weekend, which I guess is now at the time it's recording because he's going to hit some restaurants. You know, he's going to hit some restaurants. So he's talking Mm -hmm. about this, some sort of chemical that he's taking. And then he talks about weight loss and his weight loss and gain. The the key part of this video is he gives some great advice to the ladies about their weight. (laughs) So can't wait. That gets fat, the head does this big. I went from 204 to a 5 to 185. But I found out it's too thin for me. So I'm like about 191. Girls, trust me on this. Don't get too thin. You lose your shape, you know, everything disappears. He says, girls, okay, sorry. He says, girls, don't get too thin. You lose your shape and everything. What do you think he means by everything? <laughs> what, what, what's your guesses there? Any guesses? He was going into like, uh, I think, a perverted side and everything. I think he's talking about breasts, the fatty tissue that you find in breasts. So yeah. he, he's very uh, vocal on Instagram and stuff like that. I was telling you, he's just like he fights with people. Like if you I see people like comment sometimes me and my brother send it to each other, like pictures. Somebody be like, oh, you're living off your brother and he'll he'll go off on somebody and be like, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a horrible accusation. Of course he's not. Of course he's not. <laughs> no way. So, talking about the, the his his weight, then he gives the advice, to the unsolicited advice to the ladies not to get too thin. Here, hear that again. If you lose your shape, you know, everything disappears. We, we all try to recapture our youth and get young. Oh, I weighed that at 16. Forget about it. Have a good week. God bless you. Stay safe. Now, he did the Italian forget about it. What's that? Forget Is that Italian? It. That kind of means like, fuck you, honestly. In my so he's telling the girls, stop worrying about what you look like at 16. Forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, uh, Tim. We'd like to welcome Tim in our chat. What's Donald's up, there. It's somebody who's watching us on Twitch, but they're always a silent watcher. But whoever's watching us on Twitch, we, we appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> it. Okay. So that was our This Week with Frank Stallone. Uh, tune in our, our next episode. We'll I'm excited to see what the next chapter is for Frank, honestly. Always am. <laughs> There's only one way to be the best Rambo podcast out there, and that means Ryan and Dom have to keep an eye on the other Rambo podcasts. This is We Draw First Blood. All right, thanks, Sly, for introducing this next <laughs> this next bit. Well, as you know, Dom, and as all our listeners know, we are the number one Rambo podcast in the world. Of course, I- undeniable. I don't think there's a podcast out there that handles, reviews, and talks about the Ramble franchise like we do. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. However, there are other podcasts that do attempt to do that. It's our job to police these <laughs> other podcasts to make sure that they're doing a good job. Okay? I found such a podcast that did a review okay. of First Blood. Okay. The iconic First Blood. Okay, so the name of this podcast is, if you guys want to look it up, the name of the podcast is called the Salty Nerd Podcast. Salty Nerd. Okay. Salty Nerd. Now, I would suspect if it's called Salty, do you think that means, like, what it means? Yeah, I get, like, they're coming from that perspective. Like, <laughs> they're going to be uh, whining about it a little bit. It was no Salty <laughs> means you're kind of, like, grumpy. Right, right. Okay, yeah, so that's the name, the Salty Nerd Podcast. Nerd is, like, an endearing term now. It used to be when of we course. were kids. If you, if you were called a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, people embrace the term. Okay, so the Salty Nerd Podcast, they're they're a big podcast. They have 12,000 subs on their uh, YouTube channel. That's a little bit more than us. So we're not mm-hmm. we're not punching down folks. And we're not even punching necessarily. I'm just saying they they have a huge following. We will never get that many people on our <laughs> Don't say never, never say never. Uh, it's okay, you're right. I apologize. Okay, so they did an episode called 
name of their podcast episode. This is this part kind of bothered me. I'm not gonna lie to you. The name of the episode or the subtitle is "Woman Hate Ramble?" Question mark. I'm like, <laughs> don't you think it's a little bit of a clickbait title? Yeah, I think so. Okay. See, on our podcast, granted, it's all about the, the Ramble franchise, but on our podcast, our titles are just legit. John Ramble, episode three. That's it. No clickbait. Exactly. No, you know, we don't do clickbait. No, we don't say John Ramble episode three with the side dish of Frank Stallone. Now that would be clickbait. <laughs> if we maybe we should start doing that, we get views, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. So that's the name of the episode. Fair enough. Okay. They released it just over a month ago, so it's fairly new. And I did tell them in their comment section. I said uh, we will be responding to this review on our next episode, and they respond back and said, uh, "Send us the link when you're done." So that will okay. happen. Okay. All right. Okay, so here's a little bit of the intro of, of what they sound like. At Welcome, the everybody. Get ready to feel really sad, or at least I did, after watching this movie. <laughs> We're talking Rambo, First Blood, Sylvester Stallone's iconic role. Uh, I am joined, as always, by my fantastic panel nerds. What's up, dude? Gotta get my chi. Your chi? I gotta get so that, serious here. Uh, that guy's name is Matt Vader here, who's saying I gotta get my chi, gotta get serious here. Now, Matt, I want to give a shout out to Matt. I watched this whole episode, by the way. So just so you guys know. Now, Dom has not seen any of this. I have. So Dom's watching for the first time with me. We're not going to go through the whole episode. Don't worry, folks. I've got some <laughs> key points here that I want to get to. Matt was really great. I, his insight and uh, thoughts on Ramble. I was totally behind. In fact, well, there's actually four hosts. So this is Matt talking. Oh, I love First Blood. I love it too. This is such a good movie. This is the fr- I think this might be the first time that I watched it that I like. This is, I, was, I was bummed out at the end of this movie. This is peak 80s. Yeah. Peak Stallone. I found out this something about such this a movie, good movie man. that blew my mind. And I'll, we'll talk about Brian, it in a minute. Brian Dennehy being an asshole the whole time. <laughs> he's the perfect he's, he's, he's a great asshole. He's great. He's amazing. Jude is also here. What's up, Jude? Hello. Hello. So there's Jude. She is one female amongst the three male hosts. This is the first watch for you. It was. Wow. What? Yep. No. Yep. Excited to talk I'm, about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> literally. I feel, like she, I feel like she's reserving her my thoughts. My jaw is on the floor. Yeah, I, first I, watch. I, I, I know she, when she said, I was like, I've never seen that before. And then when I think you texted, well, we'll talk about it in a minute. Anyway, I was Candace really was excited here. to see it. Yeah. You sound so bummed no, out. She, she really wasn't. <laughs> she was. I was excited because I'd never seen it before, and you guys love it so much. She's got this weird then, thing about hating Sylvester Stallone ever since she saw Judge Dredd. She, oh. she like, has a physical revulsion. It's not true. It's not true. Okay, so that's a little bit of the banter with the four co-hosts. Now let's go to the, uh, the two-minute mark. This is the first thing that caught my eye. This is Matt speaking, Matt Kadish or Kadish. If I say your name wrong, I apologize. He did say something here regarding... And I love this movie. I, I, I was very happy that we got to review it. This is also based on a book. A lot of people don't know that. There was a book called First Blood. After this movie hit it big, the studio went out, bought all the copies, and destroyed them. <laughs> what? And, what? And, and they stopped publishing the book. So now what? it's really hard to find a copy of the book that this is based on because the book was very different from the actual movie. They didn't want to. Okay. I researched this, and I could not find anything to substantiate that claim. So basically... Matt was saying that they took the copies of First Blood and burnt them. So yeah, I never heard people that wouldn't, People wouldn't read the book that the movie was based on. I know David Morales sold the rights to his first book very quickly after writing the book and having to publish. Mm-hmm. There's no way that happened. 
Right, right. So Matt, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know where'd you get this information. I don't know if I ever heard I interviewed David Morell. It's on our mm-hmm. podcast. It's the first episode of our podcast. That's an impossibility. Especially in that time. I mean, yeah. they, how many books got adapted into movies? Nobody's ever done that before. No, it, it's not uncommon for a book to be different than the film. That's mm-hmm. kind of par for the course. It's just that's actually the biggest complaint of film adaptations of, of books of is course. that they're they're not like the book. Anyways, I don't know if that's an urban myth he heard or he just, he's taking Maybe. it for fact. They get a lot of stuff right. I mean, there's a 45-minute episode. It wasn't like all wrong. But there are things that I heard and listened to that I, I have to just either ask them where they got this information or maybe just correct them full out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because that's our job. I just want to make this clear. It's not their fault. They're not Rambo experts. You know, they're, they, absolutely. They're, absolutely. They're just, you know? <laughs> don't get mad at them, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you could find it on Kindle. I, I'm sure. I need to- Actually, this is first book. See, they're like, I bet you can find it on Kindle. Well, yes, it's translated 30 languages. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> there's no discussion about it's not only is it available, it's widely available. Yeah, like, it's, it, an- of course. And especially after a movie comes out, because then it would be more book sales. I mean, that's going to translate to that. When a movie's successful, people go out and they run out and they buy the book. And I will tell these listeners, I mean, these hosts, that they're listening to our episode on this part, that uh, not only was the book never burnt, I don't think David Morrell actually wrote these screen act- adaptations from the screenplays of part two and three into right, novelizations. Right. So mm-hmm. he resurrected the character for basically a trilogy of books. Yeah. There was never yeah. any sequel. No, because he dies in the book, right? There was yeah, never so any he, sequel or anything. So he wrote First Blood Part Two, the novelization. What he did was, I'll be very quick about this because people have heard the beginning of my show when I covered First Blood, the first movie mm-hmm. in season one. What he did was, or part, sorry, season two, part two, he, he took James Cameron's screenplay, okay. Stallone's screenplay, and his okay. own character screenplay that he has for the character, and he Frankensteined it into book two called, you know, Ramble First Blood Part Two, hit the novelization, novelization. And then he did the same thing for part three. Got you. Yeah. Okay. He, gave a preface in in his second novel he, his preface was this is the greatest line he ever did i'm paraphrasing he basically said rambo died in the books but he lives on in the novels and then he just started writing part two yes right. he yeah yeah he just he says try yeah. to explain it or anything no, he, like that he gotcha. said, yeah he dies in part probably the one, best way he, best way to handle it at yeah. that point i mean yeah this not is- rambo rambo is rambo first blood part two that's the name of that movie this is just first blood yeah this movie is t- Official title is First Blood. There's no Rambo in it. Right. He said this official title is First Blood. There's no Rambo in it. Now, Matt, you're the producer of the show. I hate to say, it. why would you title this episode Rambo First Blood? <laughs> he just literally <laughs> said this film is not called Rambo First Blood. So that's a little nitpicky there. I know, I know. Listen, when you're Rambo experts, you got to be nitpicky. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I treat you like shit. I got to treat you like shit. Yeah. It's, it's in Forrest Gump. It's in this movie. There's yeah. a lot of movies that address it. I feel like this is the. I could be wrong. I feel like this is the first one that took PTSD and the harsh treatment of our veterans coming back home the most seriously, while also having a dope-ass action movie. This, this mo- is a movie where if the if the phrase mental health had just been uh-huh. mentioned once, none of the rest of the movie <laughs> yeah. needed to happen. Well, it was the 80s. There was no such thing yeah, as that nobody, shit. Yeah, nobody, nobody right. really understood what PTSD was. Yeah. Or, like, if you, if you had a therapist, they were like, oh, he's really fucked up. He's got a therapist. Yeah. Whereas, like, today, everybody has a therapist. I don't know. Well, but anyways, uh, <laughs> I think I think therapy is almost running too much now. It's almost like a trend. I go to therapy. Right. Not like, everybody people, needs to. I just cry no. in the shower. 
Yeah, crying the sh- yeah, weep in the shower. Um, <laughs> so I want to say this was a good discussion regarding PTSD in the film. This was, mm-hmm. I, I forget the gentleman's name at the beginning. I apologize. Glasses on. But yeah, he's right. This was the first real blockbuster film to deal with post-traumatic. You know, right. and a lot of film goers at the time in 82 would still have been, even at that time, this book was written in 76. So really, David Morrell, to his credit, really displayed mm-hmm. in a popular culture form the idea of the, the breakdown of the, of the veteran, for sure. So good job on pointing that out, guys. See? See, uh, it's not all bad. I'm not just tearing you guys apart. This is not <laughs> what this is about. Yeah. We need a guy to fall out of a helicopter, so who are we throwing out of the helicopter? <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was obviously a mannequin. Okay. That was not a mannequin. That stunt, go back and watch it again. That was not a mannequin that fell the helicopter. You see the guy go like this. Mm-hmm. There's no CGI in E2. No mannequin bad. does this. There was no, it wasn't like a robotic mannequin. That's a great mm-hmm. stunt work of the guy falling out of the helicopter. Yeah. So go back and watch that again, guys. Okay. You want to hear something funny though? Is like this movie, the shooting of this movie was, was complete chaos because mm-hmm. the director behind it was just not very well experienced. So I hate to call you out on this guy. I, I Maybe that's okay again. Not your fault. His name is Ted Kochev. He's actually a fellow Canadian. So in 82, he filmed First Blood. He directed First Blood. He already had before then 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 film credits, director film credits to his to his resume. So mm. he's halfway through his directing career when he made First Blood. He was wow. a very accomplished director. And there was no chaos on the set. So I'm not too sure what he's talking about. No more than a normal movie. Right. Things happen on movies. Of course. They're busy. They're bustling. He was also director of television. And not only was he had experience, he actually in 1971, the year previous, mm-hmm. he was nominated for the highest prized award in the Cannes Film Festival. Is that the Palme de Nord or whatever the hell that's called? <laughs> yeah. For the movie Wake and Fright, which now I really want to see. It's a 1971 film directed by Ted Kochev. Written mm. by Evan Jones. It's an Australian, it's also based on a novel of the same name, but it's like an Australian oh. crime thriller novel. All right. Or movie. So, anyways, he was nominated for Best Director the year wow. before, or sorry, like 10 years prior to Ramble. So, he was accomplished at this point. He was, yes. there's no reason why he shouldn't have had inexperience, wouldn't have been a problem on this set. Not at all. Not at all. He was nominated for British Academy Television Award for a play that he did. He was nominated for a Golden Bear in 74. Another award for The Apprentice of Daddy Kravitz. So this guy, accomplished director and an award nominee director. So again, I'm sorry to the producer of this podcast. I don't really know where he got the information. This There was chaos on the set. And if there mm-hmm. if there was, it must have been out of the director's hand. It, it wasn't through lack of experience. It could have been a variety of different things. But I don't think there was chaos. I think there was just things that needed to be worked out. And they did. And they, and they have the mm-hmm. film that we have today. From your knowledge, was there any friction with Stallone at this point? I know, like this is you know Stallone sometimes because especially uh, well, it's t- I don't think it's, I think Ted and him got along fine. I think they okay. they talk about it in their podcast. They talk about how the film had some issues regarding the length and it was boring. And Sly wanted to he, the original cut. He wanted to burn the, all the original cuts. It was longer, cut. right? A lot yeah. longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, that happens on all. That happened with film. Star Wars. I mean, the yeah. first Star Wars, they said the first cut of that movie was a hot mess. Yeah. I, when I first watched it, and this was the first watch for me, and I, I actually was really excited to watch it because I love 80s movies. And then I, I, I watched it, and I feel like um, there's really no one to really root for because I feel like Rambo's really an unlikable guy. Really? Um, and then when we finished watching it, Katie was like, so what'd you think? And all I could say was, it's not for me. <laughs> and it's not. It's This is not, this was not a movie that was made for Judes. Yeah. 
I always like put myself into the position of if I were this character in this movie, how I would be expected to behave. Now, she's saying it's not made for her fair because this goes for anyone that does reviews of any kind of movies or podcasts, so when, especially when you call the Salty Nerd Podcast. Your whole idea is to review films based on what it is they're trying to present or do. Like putting yourself right. in, I'm going to put myself in Han Solo uh, in his life. Then I'm also going to put myself in Luke's life. Then I put myself in Darth Vader's life. So she's saying she doesn't like the character because she wouldn't act this way. Does she like Star Wars? So she sees herself as Darth Vader who kills billions of people as well. So this, it doesn't quite make sense by saying yeah. that because I wouldn't act this way as the character, I can't relate with the film. So can she relate with Darth Vader killing billions of people? <laughs> I think I, listen, we all know he gets back from the war. I mean, I think you sympathize with him there. And then once Brian Dennehy starts messing with him, I was never on Brian Dennehy's side. I never felt like he was doing the wrong thing. He was just trying to go about his walk. So. And that's the thing. Maybe she misunderstood the film a little bit to the degree of nobody was, except for a couple, like a Galt who fell from the helicopter, the mannequin Galt who fell from the <laughs> helicopter. He was the only true real a-hole in the whole film, actually. Right. Brian Dennehy's character was not actually, they were coming from different sides of their own background and they clashed. Exactly. Two different forces coming together. Now, that's fine. Again, I've watched movies that are romantic comedies that aren't made for Ryan. Like, I don't. Mm -hmm. But I can still watch a romantic comedy and say, hey, that was a good comedy. All right, that was well done. It was well crafted. Right, right. Or, not for me, but I've watched romantic comedies that I would never rush to see, but I'll watch it with the wife, let's say. And then mm -hmm. it's like, okay, all right, it's fine. So of course, it wasn't made yeah, for me, could, but it's you like. You could admit I, when something's entertaining, something's done well. Sure, but again, that's fine. I just wanted to push back a little bit saying, did right. she miss the whole ending of him breaking down? Right, and this, exactly. That's where I'm a little confused, Jude. That's my only kind of pushback is like, I granted, yes. She talks later in this episode about the toxicity of the men. And I, I sure. But I, I guess I'm looking at it as you have a man who's fought for probably, I guess they're U.S. and you're a U.S. citizen. I'm Canadian. But anyways, mm -hmm. like they fought, this guy fought for your country. Now, the war, whatever your issues are about the Vietnam War, it doesn't matter. These guys, you know, sign on the dotted line to defend the rights of and do the will of the U.S. It's not his fault. He goes to war, sees atrocities. And then mm -hmm. he comes back, and she's right. There was no mental health programs back then. He's destroyed because of that, and you have no sympathy. Right. And they're calling He's not a baby, sympathetic character. baby killer. But that's my pushback, right. is that is the whole point, is you have to have sympathy for him. He's a broken mm -hmm. person. He's mm -hmm. destroyed. The, his whole reaction to all this, It's of course, we're not condoning his behavior, but we can sympathize with the fact that he's a broken soldier. Exactly. And the government that made him a war machine, also didn't take care of him when he came back from the war. Right. The that is the sympathy. Him. The system failed. Anyways, that's my pushback on that. Son of and, a police. And this place yeah. had like okay. a helicopter. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. The amount of resources yeah. these people have is so, ridiculous. Give me that chopper. And, and, here, and here's the other thing. <laughs> okay, so I just want to put, correct them on this again. We're, we're Rambo experts. So they were talking about <laughs> how this is a small town police department. There's so many police and they have a lot of resources for this. And they, they acknowledge it's a film. So of course they're going to have more police than they would really have in a small town. The ratio of police to citizens is, is high, is what they're saying. But they mentioned the helicopter. I just want to clarify. The helicopter was not a police helicopter. It was actually from the lumber yard. Uh, Sheriff Teasel told the cops, call the lumber camp and get their helicopter out here. We're basically like, you know when a cop will go out in the street? I'm taking your vehicle. I'm taking right, your car. Right. <laughs> that, yeah, that's right. So that's what they did with the helicopter. It was not a police helicopter. Okay. I, I won't play this part, but they mentioned that one of the attacks in the legs, like, oh, sorry, in the, the trap. One of the hosts was just saying that the spikes went into the guy's balls. 
<laughs> it, I never caught that. That that was never mentioned. It's not legs, right? It's, 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 legs. it's in the upper thighs. Right, it's right. legs. They were insisting on that it pierced his nuts. I'm not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were low hanging. They might have been. He might yeah, have been an older yeah. gentleman. No, they might have been. He was an older. No, he was not an older guy. Okay, might have been wearing boxes or something. You know. There was some mention about the death of Ramble, the character. Of course, with the books versus the movie. I just want to hear that part again here. Kill himself, and then Troutman comes along and helps him do it. Rambo kills um, the sheriff, but Time in the doing books. so, like he right. takes a bullet to the chest, and so he's trying to kill himself. And then Troutman comes along and helps him do it, and so Rambo actually dies in the book. The original ending to this movie was always Rambo was going to die, mm-hmm. um, but then like the studio kind of came in and they're like, eh, does he really have to die? <laughs> and and, mm-hmm. and so like uh, Sylvester. Okay, so he's kind of right about this. So yes, in the book. He does die. Yes, he kills Sheriff Teasel, and Troutman kills Rambo in the book. So it's mm-hmm. Troutman that kills Rambo. You know how he killed him in the book? Spoiler: Troutman literally blew off his head with a shotgun. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> he, he took off his head, took his skull out with a shotgun blast. Jeez. His skull. So that's how Troutman kills Rambo. Now I don't know if these guys knew this. So there is a filmed scene of. Rambo killing himself with tra- Trauma's assistance in First Bloods. And that was actually shown to people. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. I think I watched uh, it years ago, actually. Yeah, so Trauma points a gun at Rambo or something. Then Rambo grabs the gun and points at it and shoots himself in the chest. Mm-hmm. And they filmed that. And that was shown to test audience. So that's where the studio came in. So the test right. audiences, they did not like the ending. You don't kill Rocky, is what they were saying. Because this was after like Rocky three. So they're right, but I want to make it clear that it wasn't just the studios didn't like it. It was filmed, and you can actually watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So if these guys haven't seen it, you might want to go check that on YouTube. Actually watch the death of Rambo on screen. They also mentioned later in this episode that they haven't seen part five. Only a couple of them have, but Matt Vader, my favorite guy on this podcast, the guy with the big beard, he mm-hmm. says he hasn't seen part five. He's a Rambo fan. Dude, don't listen to your co-host. Part five is... You have to watch it. You have to do yourself a favor and watch it. The extended and- cut. And then we're just going to end with a little bit of the closing remarks here from Jude. She was the big dissenting voice. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to push back a little bit. As a woman, that's going to be my perspective mm-hmm. of how I perceive all of these characters. And I know, I've i known a lot of these men throughout my life. And I have been personally attacked by a lot of the characters that are presented in here. And I can't root for any of these people. I've known Sheriff Dennehy, Mm -hmm. the small town cop who's a nice guy. But the second anybody pushes back, he's like, this is my town. Hell can come for me. I'm going to make you submit. I've known that guy intimately. Mm -hmm. I've known Rambo, the guy who's just like, I'm traumatized. Therefore, I can do whatever I want because I have trauma. (laughs) Nobody's known John Rambo. I stand by what I said. Nobody's known that lunatic. And if they have... If I'm gathering what she's saying here, it sounds like she had probably a boyfriend or something or some per- partner in her life that was like a Dennehy character. Maybe somebody who's nice on the outside and then right. behind closed doors could be very... It sounds like she really personalized this film. I'm not sure why. If you attack all films that way, you're going to have a very exhausting film experience because right. there's terrible people in every film from Voldemort to Darth exactly. Vader. Like this toxic evil, terrible people in film because it is portraying human experience. I too have worked with a-holes. I get oh, it. Oh, yeah. But you I can't understand. bring that real-world experience into a movie experience, and then if you don't <sighs> like the movie, some, you know? I To some degree, I, I get it, because I, I have a brother who had uh, cancer, and he mm-hmm. does have a hard time. He's a survivor, but it's when he was going through it, especially when he was going through the treatments, he had a hard time watching movies or shows that dealt with cancer. 
So mm-hmm. I, I get that. This is supposed to be. Oh, I can understand that. Right, right. Yeah. So if she if she was part of a, a terrible relationship, I you know I I have my sympathies. I've been part of toxic relationships relationships too. I can understand. I guess I'm more confused about the Rambo character. I'm just curious why the aversion in this film. Rambo was completely sympathetic. Maybe it takes multiple views to understand his motives. It should also be understood that he is an American soldier who fought for the country, and he is being told by law enforcement, you are not allowed to have a bite to eat in this town. Mm -hmm. And so absolutely, yeah, he pushed back by coming back, by saying, F you, I'm walking back across that bridge, and I'm going to go get a bite to eat in this town. The whole point of it is, I'm not allowed to walk freely. I'm like, is this North Korea? Right. Especially the way he does it too. He's very silent about it in the beginning. You know, he's just, he's not aggressive. He doesn't say anything. He just walks back into the town. You know, he walks in that direction. It's a bit of Dick swinging, but by all means, that's allowed. He didn't break any laws. He goes, no, it's a free country. I'm going to walk back to town and have a bite to eat. I can't Mm. believe there's a cop saying I can't have a bite to eat in this town. Now she might not know the background as well. The, the, The sheriff was a Korean war veteran. They had issues with the Vietnam vets. And so he, that's the conflict. So yeah, they're butting heads over. Cause she mentioned earlier that had she been Rambo's character, she talked about this. So had she been Rambo's character and the cop dropped him off out of town or herself out of town, she wouldn't have come back. Well, I get it. I don't think I would have. I understand right. that, but that's not the point. The point is, it's not us. It's the Rambo character who's fought for the country, and his attitude is like, you're saying that I, I had people's guts on my, on my legs. On my leg, on my leg, on my leg. I can't find you know, legs. Then he can't find a bite to eat either, right? So, yeah, that's right. how the, that's the whole genesis of that. Okay, so there you go. Anyways, all that being said, I will say this. The, the podcast, is the, the whole episode was very good. They did a great job. They obviously they do a better job than we do. Bite <laughs> <laughs> so, your tongue, damn it. <laughs> well, they got nice little camera setups. They, they have these cameras. They're in the studio together. So Sitting here in a wig and a bandana. You bite your tongue, Ryan. <laughs> that is not Dom's real hair. We're fakes. We're phonies. <laughs> but check them out through the Salty Nerd Podcast. Again, they're a much more successful podcast than us. But I just wanted to correct them a little bit on some of their trivia. So that way, when people go back and watch their show, they're not misled. You know, we got to make sure we police gotta, other Ramble podcasts out to. there. If we, if we have to set up minds and make the other podcast hosts run and step on those minds, we're going to do it. So a big thing to take away from this is dudes that haven't seen part five, watch part five. Do not listen to your co-hosts. Who cares what they have to say? You know, be your own person. Don't let them Brian Dennehy you. You you mm-hmm. walk back into town. You grab that part five. And uh, <laughs> Jude, I'm sorry that you've gone through some hard times with some uh, idiot uh, guys. But I would recommend watch watch First Blood again with the understanding this is a traumatized war veteran who fought for his country. All he wanted was a bite to eat. The sheriff kept pushing him. We know if there's one thing Rambo don't like, you don't like to be pushed. You know, I don't, don't like, like to be pushed. pushed. All right, there you go, guys. Oh, uh, quickly, we have an email. Can you believe it? We actually got an email. If you want to send us an email, yes. check out the show notes. Uh, we'd love to hear what you think of the show. This is from Tony. He goes, hey, Ryan and Dom, picked up the pod midway through season two, caught up quickly, and have been listening ever since. Love the format, awesome. the deep dives, the background info, etc. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's going to like our... Uh, Policing other Ramble podcast, <laughs> <laughs> yelling at other people. <laughs> Let us know you're what doing you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, we're just trying to help, man. We're just trying to make the world a better place. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So he goes on to say, growing up with my dad as a was a huge Sly fan and passed it on to me. I was born in '82, so Ramble was prevalent everywhere. I can remember Christmas in '88 when I got almost the entire run of the Ramble action figures, including the six by six Jeep. That's awesome. Nice. Hours of making Rambo drive around with every gun possible, riding shotgun, and poor Curl Trauman <laughs> having to hold on to dear life in the back. <laughs> That's fantastic, man. He had like legit toys. 
the Ramble Toys. He goes on to say, anyways, I appreciate the input Ryan gives us as a military serviceman. Thank you for your service, by the way. Well, you're welcome. I'm Navy, but still, you know. And how by the books the movies may or may not be. I kind of stopped doing that. I did that for the first film by for sure, but mm-hmm. I kind of stopped after the novelizations of the second, third film. Right. It, it was kind of weird because it wasn't the original source material. Like David wrote it from the screenplay, but he says, I'm also glad I'm not the only person who hated the kid in Ramble 3. No, no. There's a, <laughs> we wish he died in it's that a whole battle. army of people. <laughs> <laughs> he goes on to say, anyways, just wanted to shout you guys out on the awesome job. Can't wait to enjoy more of season four and really can't wait for Last Blood. See, there you go. Awesome. There's somebody who's looking forward to our Last Blood coverage. Nice. Yeah. I echo a previous writer's sentiments that you need to cover the cartoon as well. Oh. Mm. Uh, uh. <laughs> But I didn't do the voice, though. <laughs> Why didn't they get me to do the voice? They don't want to pay me $50 million an episode? I can't do it. <laughs> you know what we should do is we should get the cartoon and have you overdub oh, some of the dialogue. Yes, yes. Well, <laughs> I'm down. We just connected in the minds right there. I had, <laughs> we did the same thing. I was like, I know, I, I know what he's going for. <laughs> this is the it. freedom force. We got to save this country. <laughs> He said that my daily routine as a kindergartner was to wake up, eat my morning sugar cereal, watching Thundercats and the Ramble cartoon. Take it easy, brothers. Well, that's awesome, Tony. Sounds Italian, too. (laughs) He must be another Italian. Yes, uh, Tony, hey, fellow Italian over here. Well, his last name is Piemonte or Piemonte. That sounds Italian to me. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of vowels in the name of it. <laughs> All right, Tony, we appreciate it. Tony. Yeah, send us an email. You can also send us a voicemails if you want to send us a voice file. If you want to hear your, your voice on I'll play that for the show as well. I think on Anchor or Spotify you can leave voicemails. I think I think you just have to have an account, but you can do it. Anyways. All right, people are like, geez, guys, not for the stupid other podcast and the Frank Stallone. Give us the movie. <laughs> well, <God. laughs> here's here's the thing, man. Like, we're gonna get to the film, but once the films are over, it's over. Nothing is over. <laughs> wait, just wait, not yet, Dom. Not yet. So like, <laughs> he's like triggered. He hears over. <laughs> oh, it's over. Oh, wait. Yeah, once the films are over, then that's it. Dom and I are hanging up the uh the, the machine gun and the films mm-hmm. are done. <laughs> a little bit of a tease. Dom and I are gonna continue podcasting together. After the Ramble series is over, we're going to start a mafia film or mafia film podcast. So, awesome. uh, so we are going to we're going to keep podcasting together. If anyone cares mm-hmm. to know that, okay. <laughs> All right, here we go to the film. All right, in our last episode, we uh, got to the part where yeah, Ramble agreed after being asked five hundred times <laughs> from Sarah. Finally said why yes. You, why won't you do it? Why won't you come on? Like, <laughs> please help. <laughs> Anyways, finally it happened. So then now we're getting to the scene, the ferry boat scene here. As bad as these people are, they will eventually lose. They can't keep it up against a united front. They can't. I mean, time alone will tell, but in the meantime, we just have to help hold it together. I mean, we've got her fiance, the, the guy who kept saying in the background, let's go, Sarah. He doesn't care. He just cares about himself. Let's just right, go. Right. <laughs> so he's given a little bit of a. Uh, pep talk before they go into the Burma war zone. Mm-hmm. He's saying they can't do this forever because of the United Front. I don't know, man. These guys are they seem like they're going to do it forever. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he getting that intel from? Rambo's just listening like, this guy's full of shit. <laughs> what front? I am the front. <laughs> so she's listening to this probably conversation a hundred times. She's getting bored. She sees Rambo driving the boat. He continues talking, but she's going to go talk to Rambo, I think. Does she have the hots for Rambo? Do you get the vibes that maybe she has a little bit of an attraction to Rambo? Well, that's just it. Sly wrote the film. 
Right. <laughs> of course, so no, she automatically has an attraction to Rambo then. <laughs> you know what? The script probably doesn't say the Sarah character has the hots for Rambo, but Sly probably says, oh, look, I know it doesn't say it in the script, but if you don't mind, just kind of... deny this hair. <laughs> <laughs> but when you look at my hair, you got to say, right? You got to... I want it when you talk to me. I want you to look, you know. There's a draft he wrote where they at least kiss. There's got to be oh, a draft. That there's something. There's something. Maybe this, I don't know. You're like the American co, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think I'm expendable? You just say I'm not expendable, please. <laughs> they make love and he tells her, can you just say I'm not expendable just once? <laughs> you got a necklace I can take, please? <laughs> Excuse me. Sarah. Where are you going? To talk to him. Well, he probably wants his privacy. Michael, you should <laughs> ignore him. He's helping us. He's been paid. He didn't take anything. He's like two feet away from <laughs> He probably wants his privacy. He's just why he's just staring at them the whole time. He probably wants their privacy. Can you imagine like Rabble had some sort of shower curtain barrier while he's driving the ferry boat? <laughs> They're talking about him like he's not there, though. Like he's in another room. That yeah, is right weird. There. It's like he's hearing the whole conversation. She stands <laughs> up to go. So, okay, for our audio listeners. So, Rambo's literally 35 inches away from the conversation <laughs> driving the ferry boat. She stands up to go have a conversation with him. Is he jealous, too? Is that the thing, too? Does yeah, she sense so, the. Yeah. Does she sense that Sarah has the hots for Rambo? This is like a, a Mr. T situation from like Rocky Three. Like, bring yourself over here. I'll show you what a real man is. <laughs> like, Rambo's the real man here. Yeah, he's talking like you're right that he's not listening to this whole conversation. He wants to be left alone. Don't talk to him. He's been paid. He's treating Rambo like he's some sort of creature, like some <laughs> some sort of beast or creature that. Well, like we talked about earlier, when he's he's trying to talk to him like he's very like condescending the way he's talking to him he's almost talking to him like he doesn't speak english or something maybe that's what it is maybe he just sees him as an ex-soldier beefy moron goon or the way he's almost like protecting her from going to him don't go to him don't go to him leave him alone he's gonna punch you or something yeah right he's a wild animal basically then he says he's already been paid and she's like I didn't give him anything. Well, not money-wise. <laughs> <laughs> she showed me a boobs. She showed me a boobs at least. I'll take you on the ferry ride. <laughs> that was definitely a deleted scene. In the oh, my. That's hilarious. I didn't pay him anything. That would even make him more. Like, what did you do to convince him? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. You didn't give him money. Then what? <laughs> Thank you again for doing this. Really, from all of us. She does have a necklace. Oh, look at that. <laughs> By the end of the movie, he's going to be wearing that. He's going to be wearing that. Yeah. Unfortunately, she doesn't die in this film, if I remember correctly. So he, he can't pull it off her neck. By chance, you die. Would you mind if I took you think I could have it? I gave the other one away for luck or something. <laughs> I gave it to some kid that's probably dead. <laughs> Oh, he's dead. He oh, left that kid to die, man. We're happy for it. Yeah, in the yeah, novelization he... of part four, there's some sort of preface. Uh, from the events of Rambo 3, the kid got <laughs> killed by the uh, Russian soldier. Probably my favorite part of dialogue in this movie when we get to it. She's looking at the view. She's trying to make small talk with Rambo. Mm. It's like the same view goes on forever. <laughs> same view goes on forever. So empty out here. 
just looks that way. You know, you never told us your name. John. John. It's funny. Remember in part three, he told the kid his name was Ram- Rambo. <laughs> his name was yeah, Rambo. Yeah, yeah. He's opening up more to them, you know? Don't call me Johnny. Only one man called me Johnny. <laughs> Do you mind if I call you Johnny? He takes out his gun and blows them all away. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody calls Johnny. Nobody would shout me. He says John. doesn't call himself Rambo. And that's the name of this extended cut version of the film is John Rambo. And now she's going to ask, have you lived here a long time? Long time. Lived here a long time? Long time. Where are you from? Bowie, Arizona. Small place. You know, this film does give a lot of background. Is this the first time we've heard? Did he say Arizona part three? Arizona. He did say Arizona. He did. I think so, yeah. He's very open in this movie, too. He goes from being like such a closed door to now he's just like, now they can't shut him up. Like he's just telling everything. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's from Bowie, Arizona. Again, this is information he didn't give the kid. So the kid, he says, I'm from, my name's Rambo. I'm from Arizona. Now he's saying, I'm John, I'm from Bowyer. So he's definitely opened up to the lady more than he ever has. You know, now she can like uh, look him up online when she gets home. (laughs) Find him on Facebook. (laughs) What'd you do there? Worked horses mainly. Why'd you leave? I got drafted in there. Wow, Rabble, you're just like, Mm -hmm. the lore is just like pouring out. Was this in the original? See, I don't remember. I, I, you know what? I can't remember either, honestly, because. We haven't uh, <laughs> we haven't watched we haven't watched this movie enough for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know he's definitely opening up. The lore is coming out. He's saying, "Yeah, I worked horses," and mm-hmm. this is why I kind of like Last Blood because Last Blood he goes back to the farm. Right, he's working the horses. That's his mm-hmm. character. So we know that the character worked. That's why he was so good at horses in Part Three. So really, right. I give full credit for this Part Four that it's really putting all the lore together. That's why Ramble's so good at riding horses. Now, did they- in part three, when he does get on that horse, does he give does he give any background that he used to do anything with horses, or he just no? He just jumped no, on the right? horse and played the goat game. So Tim right, did say right. that conversation wasn't the original. Okay, it's a good thing that Tim's here. We need mm-hmm. we need somebody who knows the original better than us to tell us well, what's thank different. Thank you, Tim. Tim's gonna join the podcast soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might have to fire Dom. Yeah, he's gonna be wearing my bandana next week. <laughs> Well, that's great to know. We've mentioned that earlier in the season that I don't know the original enough to know which scene or dialogue was from. uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Long time ago. Long time ago. A lot of years. And you just stayed? It's complicated. It's complicated. Three other movies you got to (laughs) watch. Yeah. Where do I start? Well, you see, there was this cop who just keeps shit cop who just kept pushing me. And there was this guy, and I told him, I'm coming to get you. You know, after I told him, there was that guy who drank Coke. He just gives a rundown of each movie. (laughs) The guy, it was the karate kid, the guy from the Sensei Crease was in it. He was there, you know. (laughs) Now she's asking about family. Maybe she wants to know if he's married. That's what she's going for. You have family Mm. back home? Her fiance is just watching, sweating. Father, maybe I don't know. <laughs> yes, yeah, she, she is. Curious he's... to see how things might have changed back. You're right. They did pan to the guy. She's asking about family. You're right. They pan to the guy, getting very he's nervous like, about her. Into like I'm right here. Like <laughs> back home. Father, maybe I don't know. Aren't you curious to see how things might have changed back home? Gotta have a reason for that. Now he says you gotta have a reason for that. Okay. 
So we know at the end of the film, he does go back home. Mm-hmm. What do you think the reason was then? Maybe he had enough of the killing after he had that <laughs> massive execution that he did on everybody at the end of this movie. He said, you know what? That's uh, it. When he stabbed the guy and ripped out his organs. That's reason enough for me. <laughs> good enough reason. What do you do stateside? I teach. Sixth grade. Well, smile. Now I know why you ask so many questions. Oh. Oh, there's definitely chemistry. Oh, oh, Kiyase <laughs> don't like that. Look, I've, seen, of, I've had enough of this. Enough of this banter. He is so extremely jealous. Tim said here, well, this is great, Tim, thank you. Where she says she was a teacher, that part wasn't in the original version. There you go. We get a little background here. Yeah. And so they're making each other smile. And uh, I forget the character's name. I'm sorry. Better podcast. The Salty Nerd Podcast, they're going to call us out now. They're going to watch our <laughs> video. They're going to do an episode just like this. <laughs> they didn't even know his fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> they call themselves the ramble experts. They keep going to their listeners for questions. <laughs> <laughs> their listeners keep explaining the whole movie to them. Any idea how much longer? Yeah, just a few more hours. Maybe we should give the man his space. <laughs> Why is he? Yet again. Ho- holy Yet again. smokes. Too easy. 35 inches away from that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't stand one foot away from him. Sit down one and a half feet away from him. Yeah. He's, he's jealous. He's oh. real jealous. And look at Ramble's face here. He's like, what a cock blocker. Look at that. That's his face. Right there. <laughs> he knows it. That's okay. She gave me lots of space the other day. <laughs> That's not what she was saying last night. <laughs> Imagine if he said that. <laughs> We should go over the schedule, okay? Go over the schedule? Okay, so we land in Burma. We start handing out Bibles. <laughs> watch people get blown away at one. We try not to die. Two o'clock, we bandage up people that got blown up in the rice field. Three o'clock, we try not to get raped and pillaged. <laughs> <laughs> There's schedule. engaged oh he's a good man that's good i know you think you live alone out here but there's always something pushing you that line doesn't quite make sense so she mm-hmm. it's a weird co- it's a weird conversation she goes i'm engaged maybe she's saying that to explain his behavior that might be why she's doing it right that's fair that's actually kind mm-hmm. of fair okay she's catching on that his behavior is odd like is he the boss you guys friends brother and sister so she's saying that's my fiance okay Let's hear that sentence again. I know you think you live alone out here, but there's always something pushing you. I know you think you live alone out here, but there's always something pushing you. What is that? Yeah, I don't I don't understand that. I'm just trying to connect the idea that they're living alone, but there's right. always something pushing you. Yeah, I know. I just wanted something deep. But the guy kept pushing me. <laughs> Why you gotta keep pushing me? This is how I got into this problem in the fucking first place. That's why I live on a ferry boat in Burma. <laughs> Tim said his name was Michael. Thank you. I was just going to call him the priest from The Sopranos because I know he was the priest from The Sopranos. That's right. Michael, that's right, Michael. Tim says, if you wanted to give him privacy, they shouldn't have rented his boat. You're right, Tim. You really are. <laughs> that's what comes with it. That's a package deal. He's going to be breathing that's over you. You want his boat? He's going to be right there. Just so you know, if you want my services, I'm going to be on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm driving the boat. <laughs> if that makes you uncomfortable, then you might not want to rent me. <laughs> bandana you notice it's like that what is that it's like a it's a different bandana now it's got yeah. like artwork in the middle there oh, some sort yeah, of yeah. ceremonial buddhist this is his ferry boat bandana this is the one <laughs> yeah. he wears yeah well a few hours have passed i guess they must have left just before dark because he said it's only gonna be a few hours but now it's completely dark imagine sitting on that boat for three hours with him though It's completely dark now. People have dozed off. They're sleeping. I don't know if Rambo knows how to count. <laughs> it's about 10 hours on the boat. You got to be with me. <laughs> it's 10 hours. It just feels like three. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> Once you've done it a couple hundred times, it feels like three. <laughs> yeah, because he said three hours, but it was like the middle of the day. And now it's like the middle of the night. Okay, here we go. <laughs> now the music's changed. That's it. Tensions arising. There's some activity on the shore. They're hearing. What is it? Who are they? Burmese pirates. Tell everyone to stay down. Don't make a sound. Who are they? It's all right. It's all right. Just keep. Don't talk. He gave him specific <laughs> orders to tell everybody to be quiet, and he's like, "It's all right. It's all right." He didn't say it was okay. <laughs> No, it's actually not all right. They're Burmese pirates. Mm-hmm. Go tell everyone to keep their heads down and shut up. What's going on? Ah, oh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Nothing really. <laughs> Guy's an idiot. Now, why are they so scared? You guys are going to the war-torn country of... That they've been to, they say. Oh, yeah, we've been here a couple times, five, right? Five times. I think he said five, five times. times. But yeah. pirates having a party and barbecue on the shore is freaking them the F out. Maybe you shouldn't go to this war-torn country if a party along shore is stressing you out. <laughs> so the, the boat's idling very quietly and slowly to go pass unnoticed. <laughs> Any more of them? Maybe. What do you want to do? We should keep going. We made a commitment. What do you want to do? We're a group here. If they want to vote, we'll vote. Interesting question by Ram. What do you want to do? I'm a little bit surprised by Rambo's questioning too. It's like we've gone this far. Like, why would they even turn around? Where do they think they're going? I guess he's giving them the chance. Like, you sure you want to keep doing this? You sure you want to keep going in these yeah. waters? Like, <laughs> Yeah, maybe he's sensing you guys are freaking out. You want to keep going? Because I'm about to take you again to the war-torn country. <laughs> They're just having a barbecue over here, and you're getting freaked out. They've been spotted. I love how this boat literally comes out of nowhere. Like, whoop, here we are. Like, they literally drove right by this area, and this boat just pops out of, like, a computer simulation just pops up. <laughs> If it's money they want, they get shot at. Those are just warning shots to tell them to stop moving. Yeah. Rambo's giving instruction. Nobody talks. Heads down. Nobody talks. Heads down. Well, they want more than money, as we're about to find Mm -hmm. out. Keep your heads down and nobody looking in the eye. They'll kill you. 
nobody looked them in the eye or they'll kill you. Well, how did he know that? Has he never looked them in the eye? How, how, how has he as a white person escaped that? These like, guys are cool. Just one thing. Just don't look them in the eye because they don't like that. Yeah, how did he get that information? Did he hear that through other people? Has he never looked them in the eye? Has, but he's doing so it right now. Up. Looking right. Yeah, I'm the big fairy man. You guys, uh, I've done this before. You know, <laughs> you know me. You know, you recognize me, right? Don't look in the eye; they'll kill you. It's like Medusa. Remember that, right? Yeah, you look Medusa. That creature scared the crap out of me as a kid. The Clash of the Titans. Yes. Yeah. Stop the scariest. That's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my life. As a kid, it <laughs> left a, a, a big imprint in my mind. The idea that if you look at something, it makes you turn right. to stone. The craziest stop power. motion effects back in the day, too. They're like unsettling just to, to look at. Yeah, uh, Donald brings up a good point. Rambo's Rambo. He looked him in the eye and lived to tell it. Uh, I guess oh, so. Oh, don't but give that, a shit, Rambo. What I'm yeah. saying is, how does he know that that's the result? Because he's right. never been killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just... <laughs> He just sees everyone else around him. And they all just looked him in the eye. They got shot. <laughs> and that's why they got shot. <laughs> he watched everybody die. They're foreigners. They're not from there. So sign of disrespect. Oh, you mean that's why they get killed? Maybe. Like maybe yeah, they maybe. get killed. Uh, connect the, the pirates are connecting their boat. Rambles Ferry. Hooks. Looks like there's a few pirates on board. It's <laughs> So he says, you have lights, turn them on. I want to see you fools. I see other bodies. I want to see who's here. Are they soldiers? Are they civilians? Are they white? Are they us? This part of the river belongs to us. That's probably true. You try to go past. We could kill you right now. Because why didn't you respect us? Now, what is it they could have done? Not gone over there. (laughs) I guess the lack of respect is just the attempt, maybe. Attempting to do so is all it takes. Yeah, okay. Right. So he speaks, rambles, I respect you. Because we want what you have on this boat. Where are you white fools going? <laughs> Rambo says to bring medicine to the sick. Okay, <laughs> look here. Is that a woman? Look how excited they are. Oh my goodness. Uh, Donald asked the question here. When did Rambo learn the language? Well, he's been there a while. Didn't we establish that? How long has he been here about? Been here a long ten, time, he said. Ten, ten, <laughs> he said a long years. time. Well, I think that we got the timeline in one of the previous episodes. I think 10 to 20 years. It's if he was there events. since like Rambo 3. Yeah, 20 years. So 10 to ten to 20 years there, Donald. So it's, it's legit. He could have easily learned the language. I also learned to not look them in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, I learned that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> they killed everybody I was with. <laughs> it's like Indiana Jones when they opened the Ark right. of the Covenant. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so right away, take her, get her, let's get her, grab her. And Rambo's like, take what you want and leave her alone. And now her face comes up like, I think they're talking about me, her face. Yeah, they are. Spotlight's on her now. (laughs) You shut up. You bring her. 
Bramble's like, there's no way. That's my white co. I'm not letting her go. <laughs> I'm just waiting here for her to divorce Michael. <laughs> Says, we'll pay you. And he goes, I know you will. Bring her here. So Ramble, of course, we all know the audience and Ramble, the character. They're at a Mexican standoff, as they mm-hmm. like to say. There's Backs against the wall he, here. Yeah, he is not giving her over. There's no way even in his mind and i would be the same way like i would rather you kill us all than you to rape her for endlessly right, right. fine you know we're gonna go down shooting somehow here folks mm-hmm. and he goes i know you'll sorry i know you'll pay me but also bring her here Feed it. we'll pay all that we have and he says f you hmm. He t- points the gun at Sarah and says, get up, whore. <laughs> Which makes it very clear what yeah. they think of this situation yeah, and they're... what they're going to do with her. It's not going to oh. end nicely for her. Last time, bring her now. Or I kill her and I kill you all. Here we go. That's it. Boom. That's how fast. No! <laughs> I like the way this fucking Michael's like, no, like he was, <laughs> they were going to rape your fiance. They were going to kill her. Just as he I says know. now, as my favorite lines coming up right now. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> we all love the scene, in the movie, because we've gone whatever X number of minutes in the film. There hasn't been any other than some poor civilians. <laughs> There's been no real action. This has been murder. <laughs> if you want to call action, uh, murder action. There's been murder. And you haven't seen what Rambo is really capable of. Like to these people, they don't know what Rambo, yeah. what John Rambo is yet. You know, uh, I'm just a ferryman. I don't know. <laughs> I lied. I'm not just a ferryman. <laughs> There's a part of Ramble that he just loved. He just loved that he could do this. There's a little part of him that got a little bit, oh, a little 100%. bit excited. It's coming back to me now. <laughs> he blows them all away. One guy's still kind of writhing in pain. Granted, going for the gun, so he's like, "Nope, you're not going to do that." Is that the first time in the series, maybe in probably in First Blood, that we've seen him with like a little handgun like that? It's probably in First Blood. He does. He has a handgun. Mm, did he have a? Did he fire a handgun in First Blood? No. This is the mm-hmm. first. You're right. This is the first handgun weapon that we've seen them use. I believe, isn't mm-hmm. it? Of course, a better podcast would know this. Maybe we're not the. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Tim. Tim, check back with Tim. That's right. Uh, Donald brings up a good point. That was easy as breathing. <laughs> yeah, when you pushed killings, as easy as breathing. <laughs> I just wanted a sandwich. Man. <laughs> All these people are dead because Denny he didn't give him a sandwich. <laughs> really, when you think about how many people died because he couldn't just eat. Imagine like the alternate universe that he went into like a luncheonette was able to get a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> how many people would have been saved? We should we should do how many lives would not have ended due to right. him not getting the sandwich. Right. And he probably would have went home. Maybe he would have went home sooner and rode his horses and shit. Yeah. The population of the world would be like three times more because they would have all would have procreated and <laughs> exactly. had kids and that's funny. <laughs> Throws a body in the water. What did you do? We came here to help stop the killing. Who are you to tell Who are you? Let him go. You would have raped her 50 times. They cut your heads off. Come back. 
I randomly, I randomly say that to a cousin of mine who's a Rambo fan, and he loves it. I just randomly, like, I'll call him out. I would have raped her fifty times and cut your heads off. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. He finally, I, he's in full animal mode now, right? That's he's it. he was all calm. He let this Michael guy talk behind his back and say right. he doesn't care and da da da. He's finally like. Grabs him by the throat. So for our audio listeners, you forget he grabs him by the throat. Mm-hmm. I gotta watch that again. This told me who such are you? That's a good fucking part. I love the way he growls the who are you. What did you do? We came here to help stop the killing. Who are you to turn off? Who are you? Let him go! You would have raped her 50 times. They cut your heads off. Why 50 times? <laughs> <laughs> they stop at 50. <laughs> Fifty uh, one's too much. <laughs> it's just it's used goods now. Fifty times it. We gotta draw the line. We gotta draw the line somewhere. They're not they're not complete animals. Yeah, we're not complete. We do a hundred times. We're not monsters. Maybe they're Burmese pirates, but they're not monsters. <laughs> they have some decency. <laughs> so he goes. We're going back. Fair. He's like even rambles like, what are we doing? I'm not, I'm not sending you to your graves. You guys are completely ill-equipped to do this. What right. do you like? Th- this is ridiculous. We're going back. No, we shouldn't go back. What are you doing? Don't take us back. Look what just happened. We got through it. We'll come back next year. We are so close. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Yeah, I okay, this is all she's saying, look what just happened. So Michael's actually kind of making sense. Of, look, we can't, we're not equipped for this. Like, look what just happened. This is insane, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, We'll come back next year. So I guess what they've done is because she's a school teacher, maybe they just come every summer break. Right. That's right. the idea. They go for for a month or two. Is so next like, year okay. going to be any calmer though? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It, <laughs> so we'll come back next year. We'll we'll check the Burmese report. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can... How about we never come back again? How about we just say it now? <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, that's it. Trips are canceled. Let's just enjoy our <laughs> summer barbecues and <laughs> sucks to be Burmese, but you know, we're Americans. I'm sorry. We're just gonna live in America. <laughs> so yeah, and but she's like we got through it. We're so close. She's saying we're so close. She's saying we're so physically close to the drop-off point. She, like her hype factor is really high right now because she's seen what Rambo's done. But Rambo isn't coming with you. Right. Exactly. Michael, <laughs> this is your idea. We made a commitment. I- That's twice now they kept saying commitment. That's odd. We made a commitment. To who? To who? Nobody knows you're coming there. Can you imagine whoever they made the commitment with? Uh, sorry to tell you, we will not be coming this year. We just about got <laughs> raped and killed. I think I almost got raped 50 times. People have quit their jobs for much less reasons. I think <laughs> near murder and rape to quit your commitments. That's that's legit. You know, the person they probably made the commitment to is probably dead. <laughs> yeah, they made the commitment to. Well, Donald says he made the commitment to the Lord. That's probably oh, right, true. Right, right. So yeah, God's up there going. You guys have failed. <laughs> you are now going to hell with the rapists and murderers. You're right. So she goes on to say to Rambo, I know you don't believe in what we're doing. So you're right. It's a spiritual cause. You're right. No, you don't believe in what we're doing. But it's our life. Our choice. Is that a pro-abortion talk? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they can literally take that dialogue and use that for their, uh, if you're, Yeah. <laughs> Our life, our choice. Our life. Please. Please, John. Oh, please. she's... Please, John. Uh, she touches his arm. Oh. Touch his big, veiny arm. You're not going to change anything. <laughs> I 
Let's get about the kiss here. Look at that. Yeah. I would have been like, I'm out. I would, if I was Michael, I would have been like, we're out. I don't care what you say. I don't care about, I'm not religious anymore. I would have just gave yeah. it all up right there. You're not changing anything. Yeah, that's the best part too. Like he's trying to warn them the whole movie. No, yeah. go home, go home. Now they're seeing it firsthand and he's still warning them. And they're still like, no, we're going to go. Like he just had yeah. to kill four guys. So you guys yeah. didn't get killed and raped. Whatever. She touches his arm. He's going to do what she wants. He, I guess in his own mind, he's like, you know what? You're right. It is your life. It's your choice. But I'm telling you, you're not going to change anything. And to his credit, Ramble's like, you know what? These are the very freedoms I fought and died for. You're free mm-hmm. to go. You're free mm-hmm. to go. He Ramble's like, I'm pro-choice. I don't want to commit murder, but I'm pro-choice. If you want to, commit, <laughs> if you want to go and get murdered. You want to go? You want to get murdered? You want to commit an abortion on yourself? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm not taking you to the doctor. I'm not paying the bill. You know? Exactly. <laughs> Go sit down. I love how the party's going on next to them, and no one seems to care. There's been gunfire. The pirate. Right. I guess yeah, there was no only one pirate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what Rambo should have done? He should have commandeered the the pirate ship. Right. They probably had some ammo on there. And ammo. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. He should have jumped on that ship, taken that down. They might not have been stopped. They would have been in the pirate's boat. Right. Smart. Those guys could have gone underneath because that had a covering. They could have hit on They would have gone unhindered. Mm-hmm. No one's going to stop the pirate boat in the dark. It just looks like a pirate boat. Rambo's and if like, someone had, Rambo would just had a 50 cal on that thing and just taken them out. Right. Rambo's like, I like my boat, though. This is the boat that I started with. <laughs> I got to finish with it. There you go, folks. That was the uh, classic scene of the... <laughs> Who are you? I want to rape the 50 times and cut your fucking heads off. <laughs> it's my favorite quote of the movie, really. I want that as like a bumper sticker or something. I, just... <laughs> I love that quote. Imagine that on a t-shirt. <laughs> that should have been the Rambo, John Rambo tagline for the movie poster. You know, we're going to do that for the It's a Long Road podcast t-shirts. We make up t-shirts that say, it would have raped our 50 times. <laughs> not 51. Not 49. 50. Oh, we should have a trigger warning at the beginning of this uh, episode. Okay, well... <laughs> Anyways, that was a uh, fun episode, uh, fun, heavy fun. episode. We appreciate the, uh, Frank Stallone telling us what's mm-hmm. going on with his life. He's doing better. Again, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what war he was fighting. <laughs> he, was, he was going through some shit. <laughs> he was at the hospital. But again, that this was an episode of This Week with Frank Stallone. We don't do Last Week with Frank Stallone. So <laughs> no, I don't no, know why. no. We're never going to look know. up what was going on either. We're just going to keep no. moving forward. We've got to keep moving forward. That's right. Got to keep moving forward. <laughs> and then uh, we did the uh, Salty Nerd podcast. Check them out. They have more listeners than us. So you don't have to check them. They've already been checked out. <laughs> Maybe some of the Salty Nerd podcast viewership should come to us. We appreciate them. Hopefully, they're good sports about our uh, breakdown. But honestly, mm. we just wanted to correct a couple of things you guys may have gotten wrong. It wasn't a mannequin, and they didn't burn any books. But uh, other than that, good job, guys. You have better mics and camera setups than we do. So. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, uh, Rambo is going to continue his fairy journey in the next episode. Yes. More fun to come. Send us an email. If you haven't already, give us a like and subscribe and all that good stuff, whether it's on uh, YouTube, comment on our iTunes or something. You know, let us know you care because we care. All right. However, with all that, though, this episode is over.
Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. It wasn't my podcast. You asked me to co-host. I didn't ask you, Ryan. Ryan.